Hello and welcome back to X, Destination Unknown from the Digital Tourism Think Tank. I'm Nick Hall and I'm your host for today's podcast and I'm pleased to welcome you back to another in our series of Recovery Alliance podcasts this week together with Inspiroc, who we've been looking at trip planner data with to understand what we can learn throughout the coronavirus pandemic as we enter and start to evolve through the recovery process. Well, as we approach the end of this rather unusual summer period, what can we learn from destinations like Slovenia National Tourist Board and how they have responded to the situation, but more importantly, how potential travellers have responded in their trip planning habits? Well, today we catch up with Alexandra Jerebic from the Slovenia National Tourist Board, who talks to us about their strategy, and it's a very interesting and comprehensive strategy, and then shares some really great insights and data together with Steve Efron from Inspiroc. The data you're about to hear and explore in this podcast will start to give you an idea about what the new normal looks like and how important that domestic market is for destinations that have been opening up and seizing the summer markets. But importantly, we also look at the differences between domestic travellers and international travellers and look at some of the data to see what it is that we can learn from these differences but also what we can learn from people's hesitations and the continuing uncertainty around travel. I hope you enjoy this episode and you'll subscribe, leave a great review. We really appreciate that if you have time. And of course, that we welcome you back at a future episode where we'll be continuing the Recovery Alliance series as part of X Destination Unknown. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, okay, well, great. Uh, it's brilliant to have both of you here today. I'm really pleased to introduce this second episode that we're doing together with the team at Inspiroc, who have been a great partner of us, with us uh, at the Digital Tourism Think Tank with the Recovery Alliance series. Today, we're focusing on Slovenia and how the recovery efforts are being tackled in Slovenia. So I'm very pleased to be joined by Aleksandra Topolovic, uh, something, someone I've known for a long time um, who has uh, led a lot of the great work that's been happening digitally um, in the Slovenian National Tourist Board. And of course, Steve Efron from Inspiroc, who um, is working with uh, many clients from around the world. And we'll be talking about how you're supporting your clients, uh, not only with the technology, but also by helping them to interpret and understand the data through this uh, current situation. So uh, welcome to you both. Great to have you here. Let's uh, kick off with a quick um, hello and introduction uh, to Steve. Steve, tell us uh, a little bit about what your role entails at Inspiroc and how you've been managing the current situation. And then we'll jump over to Alexandra. Sure. Uh, well, first of all, thanks for, uh, for having me today, Nick. Um, and thanks to Alexandra uh, for volunteering uh, to showcase the work that we've done together on their trip planner and uh, uh, promoting Slovenia through it. Um, so I'm uh, the, the head of uh, customer success, client success at Inspiroc. Uh, so I work with uh, mostly uh, destination marketing organizations, national tourism organizations uh, to uh, provide a trip planner on their website and then uh, to use it in their marketing. Um, so just uh, a little bit of background on what Inspiroc is. It's uh, an artificial intelligence-based trip planner. It's a web application. So it can uh, uh, suggest a complete sightseeing itinerary to travelers based on their preferences. 
Um, so, uh, and then the traveler is able to uh, fully customize that as well, um, make bookings via the trip planner, and then take their plan with them uh, when they actually travel. Um, so we have a, a couple facets to our web application. So the first is inspiroc.com, where travelers come uh, to plan their trip pretty much anywhere in the world. And then uh, the second facet is that uh, we provide our uh, technology uh, to travel partners, um, such as uh, the Slovenian uh, Tourist Board uh, and other uh, travel companies and organizations. Uh, so we provide that technology under their brand on their website to enable uh, trip planning on their own website. Um, so yeah, so we're here today to, uh, to discuss um, uh, the work that we've done recently with Slovenia. And um, let me just give uh, a very quick demo um, just to provide some uh, context for what the trip plan uh, for the rest of the presentation, I'll show what the trip planner is. Can you see my screen? Perfect. Okay, wonderful. Um, so yeah, so this is the trip planner on uh, Slovenia.info. So um, under their brand, and um, so yeah, the traveler comes to the homepage, gets an overview of the destination. Um, but typically, what they do is they come into the plan form and enter the details of their trip. So we'll say it's uh, they're making a plan for the entire country, and we'll say it's in September for one week. They can specify uh, the composition of their group, if it's an adults trip, family trip, and then they can choose activity preferences, um, such as the pace of the trip, um, more activities, fewer activities, um, whether they want popular activities, hidden gems, balance between the two. Um, so we'll leave those settings as is, and we'll say we're interested in um, outdoors, historic sites, and so in just a couple seconds, uh, the trip planner recommends uh, a complete sightseeing itinerary, including the destinations to visit, how long to spend at each one, the order in which to see them. Um, it's possible to add additional destinations to the plan as well. Um, so um, fully customizable. And then behind uh, this route, there's a day-by-day -day schedule. Um, so suggesting the activities, um, how long to spend at each one, the order in which to see them. Great. So I've got my entire trip planned already. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I have to use this next time I have to go somewhere because I'm very indecisive. So this looks like it will make all the decisions for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're aiming just to give you a really good starting point. Um, so we don't expect you to, to keep everything that we've suggested. I mean, if you do, that's great. Then, you know, we've really, uh, really gone above and beyond, you know, what, uh, what we set out to do. That's great. It's uh, such a valuable um, tool to have, I think, generally, but I think especially right now, ironically, where a lot of people are discovering their own, uh, their own countries um, and the staycation market is, is really huge right now. I think often people don't know where they want to go and they want to do a kind of uh, road trip and discover. So this is just such a great way to support that and help that. Um, so brilliant. Uh, well, I'm really looking forward to kind of hearing about some of the different learnings and insights that we've had uh, from this um, as you've been working with that. So let's jump over to Alexandra. Hi, hi Alexandra. Great hi. to see you. Hi, Nick. Uh, Great to see you again. To help everybody understand a bit about what you, your role is at the Slovenia National Tourist Board, and in particular, how you've been working with this current situation, uh, give us an mm -hmm. update about um, what you've been working on there. Okay. First of all, hello to everyone, and thank, thank you for the opportunity um, to present to you our case working with Inspiroc, Inspiroc Tree Planner as a part of the campaign, focusing firstly on the domestic market. 
Uh, I'm responsible uh, for the uh, uh, web uh, projects. I'm responsible for the uh, website Slovenia.info now for many years. And uh, I'm working also and cover some other things like Tree Planner and Google Analytics, uh, marketing automation, uh, concept uh, communication and those tools. And um, responsible that all those different tools are connected properly together to, to work for our purposes. So actually uh, the COVID-19 affected Slovenia tourism in March very much. When then was the epi epidemic situation was declared in Slovenia. And uh, in the beginning of the crisis, we immediately adopted uh, marketing target groups, methods and content of communication. Uh, still, um, even before the pandemic, there was a clear trend um, in tourism towards to increasing importance of individual, um, small-scale, authentic and sustainable tourism. And this trend was further on reinforced by the crisis. So Slovenia is um, considered as one of the most green and sustainable destination. And our responsibility was and is to say to our potential guests that we are safe and green country. Um, we were also one of the first uh, countries, um, members of uh, European uh, member states in May that we officially also declared the end of the uh, epidemic situation in Slovenia. So all this together led to this um, that we immediately focused and created a manual uh, and for responsible travel standards of Slovenian tourism and communi communicating them through the green and safe label. Um, in the communication with Slovenian international tourism, local authorities, uh, we provided a platform and communication um, like hygiene standards, opportunities, communication tools for, for our industry. Uh, where they could download the leaflets, um, uh, posters, green and safe label templates, and uh, that and, and can be used for the communication purposes. Um, perhaps Steve can help me to show some examples uh, of those uh, pages um, I prepared. Um, and um, actually, as I mentioned, these platforms helps the tourism industry uh, to use those uh, materials in order to provide some certain guarantee uh, for the travelers that uh, it's safe to come to Slovenia. After that, uh, we were one of the first countries also that received the safe uh, travel stamp from the World Travel and Tourism Council. And this was also important to, to include it in the communication tools. Uh, so it's really crucial for marketing uh, to present Slovenia as a sustainable and safe destination. And uh, safe and green travel will be even more important in the future. So coming to the 
to the campaign. Um, we also, in the pandemic time, um, three months ago, this was mid of May, we launched a campaign for domestic market, Zdaje Čas, Moja Slovenia, which can be translated into, into um, English, the time is now my Slovenia. Uh, with this campaign, we invited residents of Slovenia to short and long holidays in Slovenia. This was the campaign carrying uh, out in cooperation with many partners, um, with the tourism industry, destinations, uh, media, and other key institutions of tourism. It was created in-house. Uh, the team of Slovenian Tourist Board prepared the creative concept of the campaign. Then we put the campaign uh, on a platform for use for the destinations and tourism industry. Uh, partners used uh, the design visuals of the campaign and create their own visuals. And STB um, is coordinating this whole process, actually. So a lot of work for us. Wow. Uh, and what I would really like to say, there has been an exceptional response from our destinations with their help and with cooperation with local tourism representatives, chefs, tourist guides, influencers or more known individuals. They created short videos about how they feel Slovenia, in Slovenian language, of course, and mentioned hidden gems and less known destinations. And this way, the, they created content and became ambassadors of their destinations. Um, I, I would like to say also that almost at the same time uh, when the campaign was launched, uh, the Slovenian government uh, announced uh, so-called tourism vouchers. And those also helped uh, that um, actually the tourism in Slovenia in the most places at this time is almost full booked out. Wow. <laughs> Especially on those, um, on those less known uh, destinations um, that uh, we were focusing actually with the campaign. Um, so Slovenia is very accessible from everywhere. Um, and we wanted to bring added a value. So we invited tourism industry to put special offers to our website so that we published and promoted for the domestic travelers. Uh, so they, that they stay some days, uh, not just visiting them from home. And uh, also we invited destinations to use and created top three itineraries from the for the domestic traveler and this way uh, to help them to discover special corners great attractions places that, that is the worth to visit so the, so we came to also to the um, activities of a trip planner um, important factors why we decided actually for the trip planner as a part of the campaign is that it's available in slovenian language this supports uh, the campaign on the domestic market very much um, we could use the trip planner language forms for all our website languages so um, this was important so trip planner widgets 
um, for tree planner form destination, tree planner forms, uh, certain itineraries suggested or latest itineraries could be also published on the website. We asked, as I mentioned, destinations to provide top three itineraries for the destinations for the domestic travelers in Slovene language. But we also ask them to provide uh, and to send us top three itineraries for um, international traveler in English language. Um, tree planner generally hel is helpful for independent tra travelers um, that we addressed also with the campaign. Um, with the tree planner, we encourage destinations to build their own itineraries, some tips. Uh, and this was helpful was that they could also provide some changes um, of uh, attraction, descriptions, content, pictures. Um, we organized a special webinar together with Inspiroc uh, team for the destinations uh, where we presented the tree planner uh, we, we gave video instructions how to build itineraries, provided a special form where they could suggest some changes of attraction, destination content, pictures, and uh, we actually really wanted to provide them full support on their activities. That they don't stop but ask questions and we go further on. Uh, and we also encourage them to provide itineraries to promote them on, on their own websites and on our social media channels as well. That's great. Uh, so you've really, um, you've really worked. You must have been very, very busy during this uh, last few months. Um, yeah. And I can see that you've really worked um, on all aspects of this from providing that reassurance with the label um, and working with WTTC to make sure that you apply and adopt those standards to to try and um, uh, support and build trust again um, and working with the industry to do that uh, mm -hmm. through to the campaign side which is um, really inspirational and I think really uh, you're, you've shown a, a kind of a way to speak to the domestic market which is something that many national tourist boards have not it's not been their priority um and it's way to then provide it really really practical support with the trip planner um helping them to be able to um both your potential domestic staycationers to be able to plan their trip but also the destination partners at a local and regional level to be able to be part of that uh which uh I know from many years of work, both with the Slovenian regions and uh, and different local tourism boards, but also internationally, um, the this is one of the biggest challenges for them to be able to support and help international and domestic visitors. And I think what you've shown here is um, a way that you can work in partnership with them so that they can actually provide a, a more detailed or more granular level support um, for people visiting their region. So really great insights there um, in, in terms of what you've shared. And congratulations, I think, is first of all in order because to pull that off and, as you mentioned, to do that in-house is a really big achievement. And uh, I guess you you haven't in the past done quite that much of the work completely in-house, right? Uh, we are 
we are a very small team and we are facing challenges, how to handle it, everything. We are trying to find all the time the right combination. But uh, if we want to see a progress on a certain activities that are new and um, new for destinations, then we as a team from National Tourist Board, we have to be involved directly. Uh, and uh, this is the main, I think, key key factor of the success, as I saw that um, from the past uh, projects. Yeah. Absolutely, taking ownership of it. Well, congratulations. That's what we've been saying, I think, for, for many yeah. years. The more ownership you have over your creative concepts and mm -hmm. where you're going with things, the better your results will be because you have a tighter yeah. control over that. So um, today we want to talk about the data and to jump into some of the insights. So um, why don't we head over now and see what we're learning from the trip planner and what we're learning from yeah. the outcomes and results of that? Because uh, I've had a sneak peek myself and there are some really interesting differences and observations um, that, uh, that show quite a significant difference between both the domestic and the international market. Um, mm -hmm. So, Steve, do you want to introduce this and maybe we'll start off by kind of looking at, yeah, how um, how the trip plan is being being used and what we're learning from that? Yep, um, absolutely, Nick. Um, so, yeah, so we, we showed a little bit, a lot of the work that uh, the Slovenian Tourist Board did to integrate the trip planner with their website. Um, so that really helps in driving traffic to the um, to the trip planner. And in turn, you get uh, insights back from the trip planner. Um, so you, um, uh, the uh, preceding slides will be looking a little bit more at uh, the domestic versus international usage of the trip planner, um, since you know this has uh, um, been such an integral part of, uh, of the domestic campaign. Um, so we wanted to slice the data that way. Um, but yeah, so um, first off, we just want to uh, uh, talk a little bit about, and I'll hand it over to Alexander in just a moment to talk a, a bit about um, the, the trend of trip planner usage um, uh, over the course of the year. Um, you know, sort of how it started to grow before Corona, then, uh, you know, lockdowns came and then, you know, what's happened since. So, uh, so yeah, I'll turn it over to, to, to Alexandra to start talking about uh, the data. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Steve. Uh, I believe you will be my great support <laughs> as well. But I will try to wrap it uh, the most important points um, on those slides. As Steve already mentioned there was an increase in tree planner links in February. And then tree planner use has been increasing when COVID started to spread in Europe. And um, domestic market campaigns started in May and usage of the tree planner increased dramatically. So what we can conclude from this is that tree planner usage is one proof point of domestic marketing campaigns success. Wow. Yeah. It's uh, interesting to see that obviously January, February is is a low season, uh, even mm -hmm. for planning to some extent. Um, so it's interesting to see just how significantly that's gone up since April, mid-April, um, to see that go you know, to the level it is compared to even January, February, when there wasn't um, much kind of uh, expectation that this was going to be as bad as yeah. it was. We actually also uh, were looking the numbers um, uh, visiting our website and we saw that uh, we had a huge increase um, 
uh, on our web page from Slovenians uh, from already end of April on our website. So the content from domestic uh, potential tourists or our website visitors increased very much, I think, for 48% uh, uh, on our website. Wow, impressive. Yeah. All right, let's let's have a look at the next slice of data. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so so this chart uh, yeah, shows the share of domestic travelers versus international ones. And uh, before that pandemic, the domestic travelers were a very small share of the trip planner users. Uh, as Europe went into lockdown in March, the share of domestic tra travelers increased. Uh, it continued to increase through April. Even domestic campaign um, didn't start before May. Um, but after that, the uh, campaign started mid of May. Majority of trip planner users were from Slovenia. And sorry, just 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 to j jump in here, just to explain, kind of, I have moused over this, uh, you know, the. Um, you know, this one piece of data. So that 35.97% that is just, um, uh, so that's uh, compared to total usage. It's actually, um, so in this one week, 66% uh, were, were domestic uh, travelers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, since then, the share of international users has increased as travel within the European Union opened up. We can already see that also the share of the uh, of international uh, tra travelers uh, using trip planner is increasing um, now. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing to see that contrast still from the beginning of the year, where I don't know what the percentage is, but it's so so small. It's just a slither uh, yeah. through to through to now, where even with the recovery and with people traveling mm -hmm. in Europe. Um, it is still the the Slovenian usage is still um, so so high, um, which is really which is really positive, I guess, um, to see both of those um, sort of markets um, actually yeah. being quite strong. This is actually what we wanted, and I'm glad to see the numbers supporting our um, uh, goals. Yeah, so quite quite a balanced um, look at. Mm -hmm. Which is yeah. uh, which is quite new. <clears throat> These charts show the number of times specific destination appear in travelers' plans. Um, chart on the left shows cities in international plans, and chart on the right cities in domestic plans. So Ljubljana, Bled, Bovet remain popular for international travelers, uh, but the Trip planner is also helping them discover less known destinations such as Celjes, Kofia, Loka, Kamnik, as we can see from the chart. Um, uh, tourism among domestic travelers is even more spread out. Uh, they are interested in Slovenian more hidden gems such as uh, Pomuria region um, in the northeast, Metlika in the south. And uh, looking at the number of, uh, of overnight stays today, those are actually those places, regions, they're almost fully booked out. Yeah. Well, 
So I think you you see some differences here, which uh, which is interesting. They will uh, surely represent the both the familiarity with the destination that Slovenians maybe have the privilege of having uh, versus the international visitors, but also the product offering um, appealing to different um, segments and markets, which we're going to look at in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see that in the um, on the domestic market, the northern region bordering Italy is is really really strong. Um, is that um, is that? Do you have an understanding of what the driver for for visits to that region is versus uh, why is that so much stronger than the domestic for, uh, the international, for example? Yeah, the domestic traveler knows a bit more about some other places in Slovenia. They are not so less, um, they're not so known. And uh, trip planner helps spread out tourism to less visited places. And uh, we firstly focused with the promotion um, on a domestic market. And this was our main uh, focused uh, target um, um group um those places that are so uh visited from the international uh, part are already uh those places from um that we can all already see in the statistics from uh, from before very known popular places like Kranjska Gora, Blit, um Ljubljana, Socha Valley, and the Karst, and uh, the coast. Uh, yeah. Right. I, I, sorry, I would just add too. What's what's notable here is, um, you know, in terms of uh, the uh, percentage of of cities and plans. So you have uh, Ljubljana accounts for eighteen percent of uh, you know the number number of cities uh, and plans across all plans for international travelers. Whereas, and that's the highest. Whereas here, so the highest is 6.9%, which is is Bovitz. Um, so that that spread among these, uh, and this doesn't even show show all. I mean, limited here by um, you know the, the I think it's like 50 points that the the chart's able to show. Um, but that spread is is uh, you know much. Uh, it, it's not nearly as wide for domestic travelers as it is for international. So running from 0.2% to 18% here versus 0.3 to 7%. Um, so that's really indicative that uh, for domestic travel, that it's really, really being spread out, um, you know, uh, among these lesser known destinations. Um, it is to some extent with international, but I mean, as to be expected, international travelers are usually, you know, it's their first time visiting a country and, you know, they're they're interested in, in the most popular places. Yeah, uh, exactly. So much more dispersal with domestic travelers. Um, there's probably a lot that can be learned for future years to share back to the international travelers which we want to disperse more mm-hmm. um, so perhaps just a, a feature suggestion could be um for international visitors to see where slovenians like to travel <laughs> there's an idea so yeah. i think um, it's really interesting to see that because the domestic pattern is what you want to see as a des- destination the international okay. pattern is what you get um and there must be a way to to kind of work on that at long term when we think about kind of sustainability and, and recovery, mm-hmm. but really mm-hmm. great insights there. So let's have a look at the next set of data. Mm-hmm. Um, this chart shows uh, the distribution of activity interests according to trip type. 
as we can see, outdoor is the most popular for both travelers, domestic and uh, international. So, so, sorry, sorry, inter uh, I forgot to label this, but international is here in blue and, and uh, domestic yeah. in green. So that kind of goes for the entire, for all the slides. Yeah. So inter uh, international travelers are more interested in in wildlife than well-being, uh, which is uh, here marked with unwind, um, I believe. And domestic tra travelers are more interested in well-being, cultural attractions and museums. This data uh, could be useful in deciding which content to promote to the two different types of travelers also in the future. But interesting to see uh, those differences yeah, for yeah. the mar yeah. marketing purposes. I think what surprises me here is actually at the lower end um, to see museums uh, much more uh, popular when we talk about domestic. I would have thought yeah. it would be more something of appeal to international visitors. But I guess there's the educational thing with families that might be really important there. And then the shopping obviously being being less important with um you know, with that being, you know, maybe the need to the wants to take things home and take something away from the country being less important for domestic travelers. But then mm -hmm. at the other end, um we see, you know, unwinding um being really really important um so it's again it's i think it also represents a much more mixed picture when we look at the domestic market whereas uh the international market seems to be driven um by like clearer drivers there mm. yep should we go to the to the test steve Will you be so kind to present the data? Yeah, 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 sure. So absolutely. So, um, so yeah, this slide uh, shows um, engagement um, and uh, plan metrics uh, sliced mm -hmm. by uh, international versus uh, domestic trips. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we've used uh, May 1st as the starting point running up to yesterday. Um, so, you know, May was when the domestic campaign started. So, um, so it made sense to, to compare over that time period. And so um so the metrics that we're showing here in terms of engagement are time on site per user so how long are they actually spending on their plans number of sessions per user so how many times are they coming back uh, to plans that they've created page views per user so how many uh, per user so how many uh, pages they're they're viewing in their plans and then a plan metric um average trip duration um so you know how long um how long are these trips according to whether they're international or domestic how long are they on average um, and so what's really notable here is there's not like a you know, huge difference in, um, in engagement between international and, and domestic users, mm -hmm. um, you know, except for maybe the domestic are, are looking at more plan uh, pages in their plan. Um, but what is notable is that, that um, those metrics are fairly even, even though uh, domestic trips are about 50% shorter. Um, than international ones. Typically, uh, the the longer the trip is, uh, the higher the engagement with the plan. Um, you know, because travelers are uh, doing. You know, there's more destinations to review in their plan, more attractions. Um, you know, more customization that goes into it. Um, so, uh, created this uh, this new metric. Um, so the time on site per days in plan, and that's where you really see a noticeable difference, where it's you know almost 50% higher for domestic travelers. And um, so, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, hypotheses you could come up with, um, you know, for why. And, um, you know, it makes sense to look at other metrics as well to maybe see if those support a certain hypothesis. 
So, you know, we might see um, you, know, you could take higher engagement as uh, equaling a higher intent to travel. And so that's one hypothesis that we can make. And in order to uh, see if there's supporting evidence of that, um, we looked at the plan trips, um, the share of plan trips, uh, international versus domestic, um, versus executed trips, um, international and domestic. And, you know, starting uh, on May 1st. And I, I should just um, quickly explain the difference between a planned trip and an executed trip. So a planned trip is any uh, plan created on the trip planner. And then an executed trip is a, a trip that the traveler is actually taking. And we use various uh, user actions to determine if the traveler has actually taken the trip. So that, that could be things like uh, accessing the plan from one of the plan's destinations during the plan dates. So every time a user comes back to their plan, um, you know, we see the IP address and that indicate that tells us where the user is actually located when they're accessing their plan. So if, you know, they're accessing it from Blade, um, you know, and they have Blade in their plan and uh, it's during the dates of their plan, that's an executed trip. Um, you know, if they've like added reservations, um, if they've downloaded uh, or printed their plan, um, you know, it's very high likelihood that they've executed the trip. And so, yeah, so what's really interesting here is just, you know, that uh, the number of planned trips since May 1st is about equal between domestic and international. But since that time, um, almost 70% of the executed trips are from domestic travelers. So, you know, that's a pretty strong indicator that, you know, the, that there's a, a higher intent to travel um, among uh, domestic travelers, um, that that conversion mm -hmm. percentage is higher. Um, but it also tells us too that I mean domestic travel. I'm sorry, international travelers are engaging uh, really well with the trip planners. So even if they're not converting as highly as domestic travelers are, they're still dreaming of those trips, and we'll very okay. likely see as as their intent to to execute the trip grows, we'll likely see that engagement grow as well. Absolutely, and I think um, yeah, I think well, it's very interesting to see the differences uh, between the plan and executed. Because we start to understand, um, well, we start to understand really how the situation in, impacts different types of travelers. So uh, clearly, as you say, that, that demonstrates a strong intent, um, but different barriers get in the way of, of being able to make those commitments, uh, whether that's travel restrictions or practicalities or, or concerns. So um, very interesting to see that. Um, and uh that helps us understand, you know, where we need to focus our efforts as well. Yep, no, absolutely. So, great. And so, I'll uh, turn it back over to Alexander to talk a little bit about how travelers are engaging with the trip planner based yeah. on uh, the Slovenia.info page they entered the trip planner from. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, as I mentioned, we tried to integrate um, trip planner widgets very deeply as much as was it was possible to our website, to different pages. And uh, this uh, page show, shows us well how, how well user engaged with the trip planner uh, based on the slovenia.info page they entered from. And uh, user engaged really well from the homepage. Uh, we could might look more ways uh, to drive more traffic from there. We put actually also a special icon um, on a navigation bar so the trip planner uh, page is accessible from every page from the from the uh, 
slovenia.info website, but the homepage is the most visited, so it makes uh, so I, this is the most engaging page also for, for the trip planner. And user also engage well from the plan your trip page. This is actually a new page that we built just for the trip planner. And we have started also marketing it on other channels, on social media, on Instagram, on Facebook in order to promote uh, to uh, travelers uh, to use the trip planner uh, or form or direct uh, itineraries that uh, we received from the, from the destinations. Um, so uh, Steve is now showing examples of uh, the ads we, we had. We, we prepared an um, Instagram ad. And this is the page. Um, this is an uh, Instagram story, and uh, where we linked directly to the page I mentioned. And this is a direct um, trip planner page built in the uh, in trip planner. Yeah. Great. So really uh, leveraging social media to drive uh, people to actually think about making plans uh, directly yeah. from that, which is, I think, a first that I've seen uh, Destination kind of work from that inspiration, wanderlust stage to drive people mm -hmm. to discover how they can make that trip plan. So really nice yeah. uh, segue. And yeah, and actually, we also have good results uh, of users who went directly to the trip planner from Instagram story. Eight percent of them created a plan um, wow. and wow. since the plan form uh, is a survey of the traveler interest this means that 18 uh, of users who clicked on the instagram story also filled out a survey the um, uh, click-through rate on our facebook ad for the plan your trip page was eight percent uh, we found a benchmark uh, CTR on Facebook ads for the travel industry is almost 1%. So our CTR rate was almost nine times higher. Amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really impressive uh, outcome. I think it really demonstrates the the relevance, uh, the relevance of what you're providing to your audiences, first of all, and also their interest in actually planning a trip to Slovenia, and that that uh, intense that they make when they tap from the stories through to the trip planner. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it also reinforces that understanding that the featured or the highlighted stories on Instagram serve as a top level navigation for social visitors, just as the website navigation serves as a navigation for web visitors. Um, yep. So using that in a really smart way to drive different uh, types of followers to the sections or the, the content that's most important for them is uh, it does actually pay off. So well done. Yeah, thank you. Whatever we do, an organic or paid post about the trip planner, we get good value from the posts. And yeah, we will still um, continue with that. And we also encourage destinations to send us those top itineraries. Um, and we promise them to uh, 
to uh, market marketing that on our social media channels as well and this way we are trying to um, encourage encourage them to do it uh, uh, and uh, this way they help also travelers to discover those hidden gems of their local places um, to discover great excellent So this is an example of um, how you're linking your partners into this, right? Tell us a bit about how that yeah. works. So um, we, uh, the destination can promote specific local partners. They, re they, re they can recommend restaurants, provide tips, um, uh, attractions in the trip planner. And... Uh, um, and uh, they can also use uh, widgets from the trip planner. And uh, we encourage them not just to send them to, uh, to us, that we put that on our destination pages, but also that they uh, publish those um, suggested itineraries on their own websites. This is an example of Bled that did that. Uh, and they prepared three uh, three uh, itineraries uh, and they publish it uh, on their own website as well. Um, and this, and this so you, to the trip planner on slovenia.info. Great. Yeah. And users get real local expertise. Um, creating the content is easy because description and photos are already there. And uh, we, as a Slovenian tourist board, we promote these itineraries um, on corresponding destination pages uh, on its site. And they can also use it also in their own promotion, on their own websites, on their own social media channels. And they can help this way to the tra travelers uh, to, to, to suggest what to visit. Great, excellent. So and, uh, now, yeah, and just, and sorry, yeah. So just to uh, to add to that as well, so we're able to uh, um, to track metrics for how the itineraries themselves perform. So you mm -hmm. know, if uh, a traveler comes into the Bled website and clicks on one of the plans, then we can start looking at um, how they interacted with it. Um, you know, so we can see that a larger share um, have. Uh, you know, have uh, have clicked on the active holidays and family vacation itineraries. Fewer on on the romantic um, itinerary, and that engagement has been stronger with those above two itineraries as well, as seen through time time on site per user and page views per user. Um, so, you know, these are type of metrics that we could use to inform um, uh, plan creation in the future. We might even look back to those uh, user interests, um, the data that we have around user interests, and use that data to guide. Um, itinerary creation, you know, the themes that we're promoting. So, I mean, you know, if we went back and we hadn't done so when, when uh, you know, when uh, we hadn't given that data to Blade, um, you know, when they, before they created these itineraries. And so they were kind of flying blind a little bit. Um, so, you know, maybe if we had, we might say, okay, uh, you know, the travelers really aren't all that interested in, in uh, romantic things to do uh, for Slovenia. So, you know, maybe we would go with with another topic for that itinerary. But um, but yeah, having this data is great because you know we can really learn as we go. 
Great. So yeah, you can certainly plan the next content itineraries, campaigns even, based on understanding what people are really driven by and where the interest is. Um, so really, uh, this kind of takes content to the next level where you understand where intent will ev eventually be led uh, when they are presented with different um, types of itineraries. Yep. No, absolutely. Great. Okay. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I guess wrapping up, these are the key questions. So um, how, what, what's the role that it's played um, in the strategy? Um, I think that's really clear that it's played a really critical role. Um, but I guess what would be really interesting is to understand where you're getting unique, um, unique and interesting data, which is helping you think about how to take things forward in the future, where to go next with that. So um, I'd love to hear a bit more from you, Alexandra, about yeah, where you, what you've learned through this process, and how you'll be kind of um, how you see trip planning data and the role of Slovenian National Tourist Board not only to create inspiration, but also to support quite detailed planning going forward. Um, uh, working with the trip planner was a good combination. Um, uh, to recognize where uh, and how a national tourist board can uh, help uh, and interact in the situation that we are now. We were trying to find um, a way uh, how to use the trip planner the most effectively uh, as a national tourist board in the campaign that had uh, a, an effective uh, purpose for the travelers. So this was very important. Even um, before the pandemic started, uh, we were uh, thinking about using uh, trip planner and because we are so small team and we don't have expertise and people to build our own trip planner. We were already looking uh, uh, around uh, for a flexible tool um, that supports our goals. And before working uh, actually very strongly together with Inspiroc, uh, we organized special workshops for our destinations and for our tourism industry in the last year, uh, in order to be uh, to have a better digital presentation uh, on uh, important websites like uh, TripAdvisor, um, Google My Business account data, because we realized and we uh, we were aware that the those data will uh will be shown in the tree planner actually inspirec is also collecting uh, uh content from all different uh, uh sources and one of the most important were also uh, uh tripadvisor google facebook and it was very important for us to start uh with activities on trip uh, tree planner al already then when the digital presentation also of our destination and our tourism sector is very good, not just ours of National Tourism Board on a digital level. So it was a process. 
And now um, the trip planner um, is available also in Slovenian and it supports domestic marketing campaign. Um, leading destinations in Slovenia are able to use the trip planner to promote their destinations uh, and we show them uh, on special webinars and uh, emails uh, how to do it. We are fully um, supporting them uh, when, they when they need our help. And of course, those trip planner metrics can guide some more of content marketing in the future as well. So the data um, uh, that trip planner provides is actually where in Slovenia travelers plan their trips for um, activity preferences, travelers, including how they vary according to domestic and international markets. Uh, then information as we saw about executed plans, uh, which help us to see the effects of all marketing campaigns. Great. So you've really got um, an extra layer to all of your analytics that you would um, normally look at on a day-to-day -day basis <clears throat> from your web mm -hmm. analytics to your social and content. This, this adds a, a different level where you can understand not only what's inspiring, but also what's driving um, motivation to travel. So it's uh, almost a conversion metric that um, often destinations don't really have always the luxury of a, a true um, transactional conversion when we think about a booking mm -hmm. this is uh, this is a really great indicator of intent to travel so um, this really helps you kind of measure conversion on your site and um, I think you know you, what you've shared is this really clear difference in interests and behavior and demands from international and domestic visitors and you've also shown the um, the importance then of working with all of those local um, and regional destinations but also with the trade to use these kind of practical tools, both to lift and show different aspects of the destination, but also to, to also help sell the destination in different ways as well. So mm -hmm. many, many different kind of um, learnings there, I think, uh, to see how, how you've leveraged that. For me, the, the biggest kind of thing which you've done as a best practice seems to also be positioning the trip planner at the right stage of the visitor journey both on your site, on social, and even in advertising. I presume those ads are primarily on the retargeting that you start to show the show the trip planner. So um, it's a, it really demonstrates when you follow up with the right um, the right steps for visitors to take that you can really um, win in securing those. And as you said, fully booked um, despite the situation happening right now. So I think you you've um, you've really supported your industry to uh, to get through this really difficult period and um, still have a strong season um, for the summer season. Uh, Steve, any closing notes that you want to add to this? Um, lots of data you've shared there. Um, have you? Is this a pattern that you've seen with uh, with other destinations? Yeah, you know, I, I would say certainly as, as far as our other partners go, um, you know, Slovenia uh, definitely rates near the top in terms of, uh, you know, how much they've integrated the trip planner in, into their marketing. Um, you know, I think uh, they really uh, they really show, um, you know, the various ways that, that they can promote, that the trip planner can be promoted through different channels um, that, you know, it's not necessarily something that you just kind of put on one page of the site and then you let the, you know, you let travelers go find it. 
um, you know, they've really done a lot of work to, 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 to put it in places um, where it's relevant to travelers, um, you know, not just on their website now, but also on uh, social media. So, um, so yeah, I mean, you know, it's, uh, and, and, and we're really seeing, uh, you know, the, the fruits of that, that work that they've done. Um, you know, for me, it's been, uh, I've really enjoyed, you know, uh, watching the way they've, uh, you know, they've succeeded during this, uh, you know, during a difficult period. Um, certainly, it's a real testament, um, uh, you know, to the strength of their organization, how they've handled, uh, you know, the, the COVID pandemic in general. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, and, uh, you know, we're honored to be, uh, to be a part of, uh, you know, the uh, strategy that's been successful. Great. Uh, congratulations to both of you. And uh, of course, this is why we reached out to Winsbrook in the first place to join the Recovery Alliance, because for us, we look at so much data on a day-to-day basis. We're, we're often mm-hmm. very focused on ad data, um, and travel search and travel bookings. Um, but when we look at destinations, this travel intent through this booking data, uh, through this uh, planning data is really something which is, I think, quite unique and gives us a different view on things. And especially when we understand the way in which people travel right now, the last minute aspect is quite key. And the kind of uh, road trip and inter uh, domestic and regional travel has also become a key, uh, a key kind of developing area of travel, which has actually been much stronger. So um, thanks a lot for sharing those insights. Uh, a last word to um, you, Alexandra. Yeah, I would also like to thank uh, to Steve Efron and the Inspirec team who helped us, supported us in our ideas working closely together with destinations on content improvement. Um, and they always found the way uh, that our ideas became realistic. Uh, they have been very proactive and thank you for that. And thank you, Nick, for the opportunity to present our case. And um, I would like to welcome you soon in our green and safe Slovenia in the future. <laughs> I certainly hope to be in Slovenia uh, very soon and I hope that others watching this will also be in, incentivized and motivated to travel um, considering especially all the steps that you've taken to make sure it's a safe visit as well. So thank you very much for sharing those insights. Thank you. Thanks a lot. <laughs>